At the center of the augmented reality industry lies one company. It's Gravity Jack. And they've been the secret pioneer in the augmented reality and virtual reality space since the early 2000s. Gravity Jack has worked with a plethora of Fortune 500 companies to create the augmented reality experiences you've seen and used today. And after a long wait, they've finally begun their first ever public stock offering. Gravity Jack invites you to join them. They'll continue to be at the center. Find them on startengine.com. There's two different kinds of barbecue in this world. What? There's there's Texas the good, barbecue. The good Texas kind barbecue. It is good. And then there's the kind of barbecue where you throw a little shrimp on the barba, you know? <laughs> nope. That was That was actually better. Listen, what, was yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen to turn yeah, Jamaican. Man. Hey y'all, welcome to Cross Politics on the Fight Life Feast Network. Pastor Toby Chuck Knox on the water boy. It's good to uh we got an Australian mate coming on the show here in a minute. And it's good to it's, <laughs> stop, it, stop. throw, you know, a little stop. kangaroo your head. and stop by and, your head. And some bear. Stop it. (laughs) Are you subscribed to our cross-politic email list? If you're not, you really should be. Being subscribed to our email list means you won't miss any updates about cross-politic or the Fight, Laugh, Feast network. We can communicate with you. Like, like no social media filtering. Yeah, Yeah, you'll hear about what's on the schedule for the week, special guests on the show, highlighting uh, old interviews. Y'all know we interviewed Ben Shapiro. I do. One time. I do. My my kids were like, you talked to Ben Shapiro? That was the last time, too. Yeah, one time. Live events, conference updates, Rowdy Christian merch updates from other shows within the Fight Laugh Feast Network. And you'll hear from sponsors of the show as they seek to take dominion for God's kingdom in the business world. To subscribe, simply enter your email address at the bottom of the page at fightlaughfeast.com. So go to fightlaughfeast.com, scroll down. There's a place you can enter your email address. Again, that's fightlaughfeast.com. We're very grateful to have with us today. Um, or this morning or whatever time it is in Australia, DJ Payne, he's an Australian radio host, podcaster, and photographer. DJ, thanks for joining us on Cross Politic. Thank you for having me. Good day from down under. It's an absolute honor and uh, pleasure to uh, to be with you on this final uh, last uh, podcast that you're doing because if you've got me, you've definitely scraped the bottom of the barrel and we're going out. Uh, We've ran out of interview. Well, well, People well, interview. Well, well. <laughs> How do you know it's not the other way around? You're scraping yeah. the barrel, buddy. <laughs> I, I do. I do have to. I do have to correct Gabe right from the very beginning. Um, that 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 quote that you gave from the legendary our uh, patron saint of Australia, Paul Hogan, Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't call them shrimp in Australia. That ad was purely for you Americans. Oh. In Australia, Australia and the rest of the world, we call them a prawn. Oh. So we in here, it was throw another prawn on the Barbie, uh. not a shrimp. We don't know what that is. <laughs> That's funny. Uh. Well, and that was a quote of a quote because that was also a dumb and dumber quote. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. this, this show I was is just, just, yeah, just maybe, maybe he was right. <laughs> I, t- I warned you. I warned you. It, yeah. No, you might have been right. Bottom of the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, DJ, uh, I think COVID is like completely over. In in America, yeah. I, I think it's just yeah. I think it's over. But we're he- we're hearing uh, terrifying reports that like it might be coming back in Australia. <laughs> that maybe there's going to be lockdowns. Um, I mean, is that are, is that serious? COVID two electric boogaloo. We're getting ready for the uh, new release of uh, <laughs> you know the thing. No, uh, look, there are, there are uh, 
you know, medical professionals and, and uh, you know, politicians who are just itching for it to come back. Mm. But I think, uh, I think much like, uh, you know, the American people, Australians, uh, the majority of Australians do want, do not want to see this. And I think they have woken up out of their, mm. uh, you know, their stupor uh, to go, listen, this wasn't what you said it was. And I, I, I don't see it going back to the way it was, oh, but, that's uh, good. you know. Okay. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm speaking in faith here, boys. I, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. <laughs> right. Na- name it and claim it. So, um, then, so then, yeah, you, exactly. I, I guess I wonder, you know, we've we've been trying to get the tentacles of COVID out of our American mm. government in one mm. way or another. Mm. How have they been, um, how are you guys doing there in Australia with getting it out of yours or is their tentacles deep set and you're having a hard oh. time? Oh, it's, it's, it's deep. You think it's bad over there? Uh, we, uh, I mean, the different, you know, we should talk about some of the differences between the USA yeah. and Australia. I mean, we're, we're the same size as far as land mass. We're give or take a little bit. Mm. Like if you take, if you took Australia and overlaid it on the top of mainland USA, USA we're pretty much the same size. Oh. A lot of Americans that I, that I, that I know think, you know, Australia could fit into Texas. Well, cause you're uh, an island. No, no. We, cause you're an island. Yeah. <laughs> where there's. Well, this little island, I, I recommend. There's an amazing website that that is that is the true size of. Sorry, it's thatruesize.com, thetruesize.com. Okay. And you can take any country on this map and put it on top of another map. I'm going to uh, right now. And uh, the true size. So you can take Australia or you can take the USA yeah. and drag it on top of wherever you wanted to drag it. And uh, a lot of Americans, when I show them Australia is the same size as the USA. They like literally have a heart attack because you're used to seeing this little thing on the bottom of a globe yeah. over here, right? And uh, you know we're we're about the same size, Gabe, but Gabe we're is po- distracted. We're, I'm doing it Gabe's right now. Distracted for the rest of the show. Oh, he'll, yeah. Thanks, he'll JD. be. We've lost him. We've yeah, lost it's him. It's okay. Keep, uh, going. keep going. <laughs> but uh, but we are, we are a population of 27 million people uh, compared to your 330 yeah. million that you have over there. Uh, so in one sense, we're, we're, we're tiny in, in, in a population. So, uh, uh, you know, we are politically this weird hybrid of, of, of the, of the UK, of America. And, uh, you know, we are very closely aligned uh, to, to the USA. The USA is like our, you know, is like the cool big brother in the room that we just want to go. Yes, yeah, whatever you say, mate. We're right there. Whatever you're going to do, we're going to war. Let's go. We're <laughs> we're right behind you like that. Oh, no. uh, which is very scary with what's happening in uh, you know in the Middle East at the moment. Right. But uh, to answer your question, when it's easier to lock down a country like Australia because. You know, even though we have this reputation of like, you know, the 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 Steve Irwin or the Crocodile Dundee out there, and all Australians love to think that we're out there in the bush, you know, wrestling a, you know, crocodile and, you know, catching a stingray and away we go. Uh, really, in reality, the vast majority of Australians live in massive urban centres. If you took uh, our biggest city at the moment is Melbourne. Down in down in the state of Victoria. Yeah. If you took Melbourne and if I picked up Melbourne and dropped it in the USA, it would be the third, maybe the second or third biggest city in the USA. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, even if I took Adelaide in South Australia, you know, with a, with about two million people, if I picked that up and put it into into the USA, it'd be in the top ten. In terms so of like we, land mass, in terms of land mass, no, or no, population? It's population. population, population, yeah. population. Uh, so we have these big urban centres, uh, you know, densely populated, 
uh, of the majority of Australians. Half of Australians live, you know, within an hour of one of our major cities. Mm. And and so when when the government wants to lock down a population like ours, it's it's a little bit easier, you know, mm. to be honest with you, than than a spread out population like the USA's. Yeah, we have this. Uh, the the liberals here like to complain about flyover America, the the sort of mm. middle America. Um, but I think that's because we have we we still have a even though population centers are on the coasts and are at these major cities. Um, we still have weight to throw around um, in, in, you know, so-called flyover um, territory. Territory. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of he, he asked uh, a minute ago. Knox was asking about um, kind of the tentacles of government and sort of a, a lot of us have said, "How did the government get this power? How did they get this authority?" Mm. A, a, kind of because suddenly you found out that these people that you didn't know their names had a major authority over your private lives right. during. Mm during COVID, um, you know, um, what's it like? I mean, compare and contrast. So you've got some of those demographic differences. Um, but, um, what about just legal and political differences? Um, do you Ooh. all have the same rights that we do? Um, do you have no. similar protections that we do? What, what, Free speech. What are the differences? Yeah. yeah, no, no. And again, you, you've got, um, you've got the, uh, you know, uh, the dumbest person you've ever had on the show is is myself. So, you know, <laughs> thank you for doing that. Uh, but um, I can tell you that we don't have a Bill of Rights in Australia. Uh, we don't have the the way that our government works. Probably the 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 biggest uh, you know difference in philosophy is that the government bestows us rights as citizens, mm. and it's up to them to to administer them. Uh, the difference in America, you recognize that we, that Americans have innate rights given by God, not, you know, given by the government. Right. So if the government gives, the government can take, take, take away. Uh, now in, 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 you know, some philosophy and some parts of the constitution that might be spoken differently, but when it comes to practicality for us as Australians, uh, you know, it, it means that, you, you know, I, I don't know if it's a little bit of the history of of the convict population from uh, you know from around the world that has come here, uh, you know immigrants that have you know come here from all over the place, where we feel like we have to be a little bit obedient uh, to to the to the rules there. But uh, you know Australia has definitely lost that uh, pioneering Australian spirit that uh, we've been known for for the last couple of hundred years. It seems like this new generation, it, it's been bred out of us, you know, the, you know, the old, the old, the old Australian way, like the, you know, like the, the characters that you would see, the Steve Irwin, right. the, you know, you know, the, the people like that, who would be like, you know, out there having an adventure. Ah, it's a little bit lost. It's a little bit lost now. So it's, uh, a, it's yeah. amazing how simple that principle is that God gives you rights, not your government. Oh, it's absolutely well, essential. And, I, and yeah. I'm, and I'm actually kind of confused DJ. Cause like, I mean, America is, I mean, we were colonies of, of uh, England, Great Britain. And, um, and I know you, you alluded to, I know that Australia has a different history, um, but where did that get lost? Because my understanding is that understanding, it goes back to uh, basically English common law, like goes back to King Alfred, mm. goes back to sort of the, some of the feudal um, uh, history of, of Great Britain. And, but, but there was a notion that, you know, there, that there's a God and that um, we're in his, we're made in his image. And, and in some way the government is, is intended to serve God and protecting and serving those rights. How does that get lost? Well, I think at a very practical level and uh, on a very basic level, um, you know, we are a post 
Christian nation. Uh, you, you, you know, even though I, I hear a lot of Americans complaining about how you guys are moving in the same direction, you probably are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we we are what you guys will become probably in about twenty to thirty years. Uh, we are oh. the the vast majority of of Australians. Uh, you know, uh, are not affiliated with any churches, no religion. Uh, so when and it's that it's that you know philosophical uh, you know idea that when you take what man has been made for, you know, which is a relationship with God and to serve Him, you know, through family and community and the church. When that is all gone, you see it very closely over here. Government steps in to fulfill to fill that hole. That's right. And very sadly, a lot of Australians really have an attitude of, you know. The government should do something about this. Oh, the government will fix this. Fix this. Mm. Oh, the government, and it's and the government is, you know, everybody's big daddy, big mummy, and you know. So when the, when mm. you know whether that's a job, we have a we have. I, I couldn't. I looked for the statistics before I came on, and I couldn't find them. But I think Australia has one of the highest uh, ratios of population working for the government in some form or another. Whether that's mm. teachers, doctors public servants working for you know politicians or everything like that it's 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 amazing so when when the government is paying your way everywhere they have a right to say stay home don't do this and right. get a needle and do that you know what about um, the, yeah. what about this uh, so i'm thinking of you know particularly like maybe first and second amendment rights so freedom of speech freedom of yep. the press freedom of religion and then um, the right to keep and bear arms. Where are those things yeah. stand with you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, you're talking <laughs> like an American. What are you? What's going on? Like, hello. Uh, you know. You know. Uh, it's um. It's that's that, that's all very uh, you know foreign concepts over here. We do have we do have rights around uh, you know free and fair speech. We do have some religious freedoms that you know uh, the you know is getting bandied around in the law. You know the courts and everything at the moment. Uh, you know, there are different cases, uh, you know, around that, but we do also have hate speech laws and we do have, uh, you know, oh. uh, you know, trials at the moment where, uh, you know, different, different people are being taken through courts and whether or not they win or not is not really the point. Much like you're seeing, you know, it's the same tactics used over there. Uh, it's this idea of lawfare, you know, um, mm. we're, we're going to fight you. We don't care whether we win or lose, but you're going to be in the courts for the next two years, and it's going to cost you three hundred thousand dollars that you don't have. Right. Uh, th- th- those same factors, you know, happen uh, happen over here. Um, you know, and, and it's funny. I, I was just looking at um, a, a, an independent, uh, you know, study that that gave freedom of press a, a ranking, and believe it or not, I mean, this one surprised me. Uh, Australia is ranked higher uh, when it comes to freedoms expressed in the press. Than it is than America. America was down ranked at forty five. I think Australia was ranked around about nineteen. Wow. So we do we do have a we do have a a, a free press, as in people are able to you know get a, you know various opinions if they're willing to look. But the overwhelming majority, uh, you know, uh, of of the press is that concept, um, you know, an old concept that comes out of America, where and as I was saying, like you know. The church is gone, so the new cathedral is the elite, the media, the celebrities. That is the new cathedral. And so we definitely have a cathedral over here where the experts want to speak into our lives and tell us how we should live. And, and uh, yeah. 
I want to know what can't you say. So what if, <laughs> I want to know what they're blaspheming because this is really interesting. We're having this conversation yeah, right like now. Hate, hate speech. Yeah, hate speech, and you know, blasphemy. Everybody's laws. talking about whether or not you should have blasphemy laws, and everybody's telling Christians they shouldn't have blasphemy laws. But it sounds like you guys already have some form of oh. blasphemy laws. What can't you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we definitely have blasphemy laws over there, and I've just been uh, watching the old, uh, you know, Doug Man himself talking about and debating about the, uh, the you know, the the Christian nationalism uh, idea of blasphemy laws, uh, which is just a complete red herring. But anyway, we won't go down there. Uh, the um, yeah. Uh, yeah, at the at the moment, uh, like all around the world, if you are not willing to, uh, like the meme, uh, you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, if you're not willing to kneel. Uh, when the uh, the rainbow people play their music, uh, then you're going to get in trouble. Uh, you're, mm. you're, you're, you know they are they are the sacred uh, sacred class at the moment, uh, and in all their many different uh, colors and forms. Um, and uh, probably, you know, uh, probably one of the other the other areas that's very hot over here in Australia is uh, you know because we've just had a referendum, like literally in the last couple of weeks, we've had a referendum around uh, what was called over here the Voice to Parliament, which is about our Indigenous oh. slash First Nations slash Aboriginal people. Um, you know, so there's there's a lot of laws around that. They want to make race a, a issue in Australia. And when I say they, I'm talking about this imaginary cathedral again. They really want to bring Australians into a new area where race is an issue that needs to be talked about. Whereas my generation, Generation X here, Gen Xer, uh, we felt like that was dealt with back in the 80s and 90s. You know, can't we all just get along? We're all Australian. Let's just keep moving forward. But now there's there's talk of reparations. There's talk of all of these different things over here. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's incredibly, you know, foreign and crazy. And we had BLM, you know, marches over here when it was happening wow. over there. Yeah. Uh, right. And again, that's coming from the universities, right. you know, as as it is everywhere. It's coming from the universities up. Right. So, DJ, uh, I mean, COVID, COVID obviously messed you guys up in the civic yeah. world. Um, and when we were talking on the phone uh, weeks ago now, uh, you mentioned mm. that there's kind of like a, you know, another COVID coming, but it's not medically related. It's, it, it, it's attacking this very issue of free speech. Um, mm, mm, legal yeah. issues coming down that you see as as you know needing to find legal protection stuff like that. What, what what's going on there? Well, I I I currently shout out to uh, Vision Christian Radio, the uh, the largest uh, you know Christian radio station here in Australia. We're a national station, and uh, we uh, you know we, we're one of the we're the big players in the field, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in in our in our industry in our sector over here. Uh, we've been talking to uh, you know some some you know law firms, some legal people, because it's not a matter of if we get attacked by the press or if activists decide to take a shot at us. It's a matter of when. It's a matter of when. Uh, it's only a matter of time before we're in their sights and they decide to go after the biggest Christian media organisation in Australia. And uh, so I I. I would like to think that I'm ready for that. But, you know, in talking to these legal people, it's like you need to give us a almost like a go bag, you know, give us a one sheet go bag. Right. Yep. So you've been attacked by the media and your name is now dirt in the news. What do you do? Right. And, uh, one, you know, one of the first things you have to realize, because I've got a lot of friends who've been in this space is, 
Oh, there are members of your family who will never speak to you again because you're worse than Hitler, because you're a Nazi, right. because you're you're you know you're doing hate speech. Right. Uh, you've got to be ready for that. You've got to be prepared. Are you willing to do that for the sake of you know talking about the gospel and Christ on the airwaves? Uh, you know, so there is. I, I think it's going to ramp up in Australia, and I, I wish I was wrong. I think it's going to ramp up in Australia where we, we're going to get activists who are really going out against, you know, against Christians. The, 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 the new bad guy in the room is the Christian. Uh, you know, the, the, there are people in the media, there are university people, there are, there are people from, again, to use the analogy, the cathedral, who are now coming and saying, you know who the true bad guys are? It's Christians. Right. And this, you know, this holding to a belief that Jesus Christ is the only way. There are politicians out there, and you've got it in America as well. Uh, I'll never forget that, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders interview where he said, you know, are you telling me as a Jew that the only way to heaven is through repenting and, you know, and believing in Jesus Christ. And they said, yes. And they said, that's anti-Semitic. <laughs> and so that, that, um, that type of belief, that type of undercurrent is coming up more and more uh, with, uh, you know, the younger university, you know, age group people coming through. Uh, but I do, I, I'm a little bit of a uh, rose-colored glasses guy. I do, I do tend to be an optimist. A, a, you know, pragmatic optimists. And I do think the younger generation, as we're seeing around the world, I, I just I just read a report out of the out of the states where I think it was out of Washington, DC, the de Democrats were really worried because out of the the Zuma generation, 20 and younger, if asked if they could vote, who they would vote for, and it was overwhelming, they were saying they would vote for Trump. Hmm. And you know, that's and I think the younger generation. Is is seeing through a lot of the lot of the rubbish that we can't navigate our way through it. So that's oh. at least my hope. Do you own a business and write a lot of proposals? If so, you should check out smartpricingtable.com. Smartpricingtable.com cuts down on the back and forth, incorporates powerful upsells, and allows you to create proposals at lightning speed. When your prospect is ready, they can e-sign and you're off to the races. Download the free guide, The Profitable Proposal Blueprint at smartpricingtable.com. All right. I So I just have to know... I have so many questions, DJ, um, and I'm intrigued. <laughs> What's education like? Can you educate your own kids? Is it federal education? How does that work there? Yeah, uh, that is another. There's a, there's a uh, there's a front of uh, legal attack happening. Um, not as bad as what it is in the uh, in Europe. In some states in Europe, you know, in Germany, we know that it's completely illegal to homeschool your children. Right, it yep. is still legal to homeschool your children here. And uh, there is a thriving, growing homeschool movement in Australia. Uh, you know, a lot, and a lot of people who are on the forefront of that are Christians. Um, and so, so far, uh, so far, though, there's very public voices within the uh, education area. Uh, you know, the governmental education area, where they're being talked about as if you know, are these crazy backward, you know, Christians who are wicked and evil. Uh, trying to homeschool their kids, they're not going to get a good right. education, and they're not going to. There's definitely talk around that. There's, ah, uh, you'll see an article pop up like that every now and then, but uh, you know there is there is a, a homeschool thing. But the vast majority of of children in Australia are, are you know, state educated, and um, uh, and and that's probably 
if we actually look at the root cause of that, and I'm talking about even personally for my own life, I don't want to stand here and be pious about it when my own children, you know, were, were state educated. Uh, the the need for that is basically the cost of living is mm. so prohibitive, wow. and the cost of housing, the cost of you know rent and everything like that. So it it now dictate, dictates um, you know the place where. You have to have both partners, you know, both husband and wife working or, or people in the household working. And that sort of takes away the ability to even, you know, when my wife and I talked about homeschooling, we both looked at it, bank balance and said, how in the world can we afford to do this? Yeah. So that, that's, that's a very, you know, a, a practical element of it is it's financially, it's very prohibitive for most people. My, Marxism is aimed at doing that very thing. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, right. that's, yeah. that's the goal of it is to so create a, 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 a economic um, context in which family is broken down Wedge. Uh, and, and, mm. and, and the state has to provide those things. So that's, that's part of the, that's the part of the challenge um, in all of that. That's, that's just, that's just nuts to be in that, in that situation. So then I, I know we got to let you go here in a second, but what about churches? What is the church? What is the state of the church there? Oh boy! Now you, now you, now you're really going to get me uh, cancelled. Ninety seconds. <laughs> um, listen, uh, look, we are the 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 state of the church over here. There are some new, younger uh, voices who are standing up, and I and I really do. I've got I've got dear brothers and sisters on on all sides of the fence here, in all denominations, and what I do here as a a unifying voice, uh, you know, for Christ on, on this radio station. And I, I believe God's given me a, 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 a um, you know, a, a, you know, what a platform, you know, for that. I, w I want to encourage churches in Australia to, you know, to, to put Christ first and to be obedient to him first, because so many, the overwhelming majority, by far the overwhelming majority of churches, when, when the government came and said, shut the doors, lock down. Look, it's okay to do it for a month or two months while you're worried about a pandemic. But once we realize what is going on and once you realize the negative effect it's having on your congregation and your community, I think we've got to be a little bit bold to be able to, be able to stand up. But again, talking to some ministers, some friends of mine, they were worried because some of their funding for their programs mm, mm come from Stop. you guessed it Stop. The, the government so no. if we if we opened up this ministry or if we did this or if we did that we're worried that the government will come and yeah. take away our funding or you know lock us up or charge us with this or charge us with that so wow. there was a handful there was a handful of of churches and I don't want to make out that the churches who locked down were all bad or anything like that but we're seeing the repercussions now. My dear friends and brothers and sisters who were involved in churches who did this lockdown business in the last couple of years are now saying, oh, my goodness, we can't get millennials back in the church. Mm. And, I, and I was like, I warned you, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but... You can call me a conspiracy therapist here. I told you, <laughs> if you lock down, if you lock down this generation and they get used to watching you on YouTube or TikTok or wherever they're going to watch you, you're not going to get them back in the church. Why would they come back? Right. Why would they come back? And that's what we're facing here. There's a there's a generational two 
of and we're, and we're not talking about the same effects that you have over there like young people who have you know been masked up in school or working from home and especially down in Victoria shout out down to Victoria I was down there it was the it was the place that had the longest lockdowns in the world wow and um you know the the repercussions we have of the children who who came up through that time you know it's like we've got a whole new level of you know, autistic class of these little guys who are coming up now because they don't, they can't read facial expressions. Mm. They don't know how to talk to each other. They don't know how to, how to socialize. Not all of them, but it's having a heavy, heavy effect on this, on this next generation that we're going to see for years to come. Wow. Well, I, I mean, that's, that's horrific to hear at the same time. I, I guess I want to say, I mean, I think hearing somebody like you yeah. and your voice yeah. and the, plat yeah. the platform that God has given you is very encouraging. Absolutely. And I've, and I've got to believe that God is starting something there in Australia. Yeah. I believe that, um, again, with the COVID lockdowns, a lot of people you know, went through it, maybe uh, blinded, naive or whatever. But I think a lot of people also are starting to wake up and they're saying, yes, let's not do that again. We cannot do that again. And I think that's really encouraging. DJ, where can yeah. people... Uh, down or listen to your podcast, listen to your show live. Where can people go to check you out? Oh, uh, look, I, I just search for DJ Payne, P-A-I-N-E, Payne with an E on the end uh, is my last name or one word. If you just do a Google search for that, I'll pop up somewhere. I'm on all the social medias. Uh, weapon of choice is Twitter. I, or, or sorry, sorry, sorry. Take that back. Dead Weapon of choice is X. Yeah. X. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, you can find me over there. I'll throw some links up over there. And 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 to your to your point there. Uh, yeah, I, I I believe that the best is yet ahead. Yeah. I, I I believe that there are there is a you know young people who are coming up, and people with voices who are who are going to be calling, uh, you know, Australia to uh, you know you know, to, to Christ, to repentance and to actually, uh, you know, break through. I think the only answer for the problems that we've seen and to finish it off this, one of the hopes, and I'm very, again, I put a positive spin on this. We had a referendum about the voice to parliament and it was overwhelmingly shot down by the Australians, mm. by all Australian people. Australians said, no, we don't want to have two classes of people in Australia, one rule for Indigenous and one rule for us. I went to all of my Indigenous friends, my mates, uh, pastors, lay people, and said, which way do I vote? Tell me what to do here. And by far, all of them said, vote no, because we don't trust the government. Mm. Um, and so it, I, I think in, in that result, I think Australia is ready for a, a, a new voice to come forward and say, this is the way for reconciliation. This is the way you know, for the future. And I'm hoping and believing that the only real voice for that is the church, is, you know, people empowered by Christ to say, you want to talk about reconciliation? We are the people of reconciliation. Let's bring it together here. So Amen. that's mm. that's my hope and belief. Amen. Sound like a Christian prince to me. That's All right. So um, <laughs> if you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until next time, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. It is the duty of the free man to resist tyranny at every turn. Every man will either watch his freedom stripped away or take action to protect what he loves. Introducing the A3, the newest revolution.
revolutionary body armor from Armored Republic. The A3 is the new standard for lightweight multi-hit body armor. A3 plates are incredibly light at 4.6 pounds. The patented design captures fragmentation while remaining multi-hit capable. The A3 will stop up to M80 ball, yet comes in at only 0.7 inches thick. The A3 is the thinnest NIJ.06 compliant or certified composite standalone plate that includes the drop test. The A3 is the first of its kind, patent pending, that combines an alloy strike face with polyethylene backing, revolutionizing body armor technology by providing strength and durability while remaining sleek and maneuverable. The A3 is the new standard in lightweight body armor. The fight against tyranny just got stronger.